Hello, hello. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am your host, Shantae Roddy, and we are here with another fabulous guest who is making an impact on the world. We definitely want to welcome her in. I'm going to allow her to tell you all about herself in just a second. Her name is Rashonda Williams, and she is the owner of Collective Impact. So we just want, before we get started, just to welcome you all in. As always, uh, do share out this broadcast. Do give this a thumbs up, hit that love button, and drop a comment. Let us know that you are here. Uh, if you have questions during the broadcast, do drop them in. We'll try to bring some or answer some of those questions while we're on air here. And as always, we follow up after the show and engage with you as well. So we're just going to go ahead and get started. So Rashonda, can you just introduce yourself? Let us know a little bit about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Shante, for inviting me. And all hello, all you she bosses out there. I am Rashonda Williams. I am the president and the community liaison for Collective Impact. Collective Impact is a network of professional consultants all united together to provide professional services, educational workshops to nonprofits of color to help them overcome barriers preventing them from being successful. So a little bit about me, that's the whole pitch, right? A little bit about me, I am really a simple woman. I love God, I love people, and I love business. So everything that I do, whether in the community or for my personal life and my business is centered around those values. So. Yeah, small girl from Ohio, just like Shantae. Hey, O-H. Yes, <laughs> love Ohio, love my Ohio sister. And you're doing such a phenomenal work. Um, and I was really impressed when I read uh, all the information about you and what you're doing and everything that you're trying to accomplish uh, and then working with underserved communities. So tell us a, a little bit about how you got started like in this industry. Like how did you get into this business, right? And what drew you to the nonprofit space? Well, my educational background is in marketing and advertising. And I have over 12 years of experience in marketing in the corporate, nonprofit, and the military sector. So first started out in the military, then I started my own business, and then I've always been active in my community, either serving on the board, volunteering. I even started a nonprofit myself, right? So I'm always passionate. Again, I love God, love people, and love business, right? And I will say a nonprofit is a business. I just want to throw that out there. and should be run as such. But <laughs> anyway, so always love being a part of the community because that's impact, right? You know, we have this thing of, you know, my four and no more. But, you know, it all comes full of circle. We're all affected by the things that are going on in our community. So what better way than to use your skills and your talents to help these organizations that are already in place do what they do better? Yes. And I just want to give you a quick shout out just to thank you for your service, because uh, I do know that you are a military vet. So thank you so much. Uh, it's we my pleasure. Yeah, and we want to hear more about that as well. So how long uh, did you serve? Well, I am in, I'm a reservist. So as they call the weekend warrior. So I'm still in the military. Uh, and so it's been, I joined in 2009 after the whole recession. You know, that's a whole nother story, right? I was like, I need some stability in my life, right? 
and the military felt stable. And it has been one of the best decisions I ever had made in my life. Uh, my first job in the military was photographer. I worked in public affairs. So that's pretty much the uh, media outlet for a military installation. So that is where I honed my skills and my gift in graphic design, photography, all that fun stuff. And then I later uh, got my degree in that as well. So it's been very, very impactful for my life. I've traveled a lot. I know some incredible, amazing people. And I also know the importance of leadership and team building. And that is one of the areas that we focus in with Collective Impact and specifically Impact Academy. I love it. To see all of this wealth of experience and expertise, and it just got me thinking back to how a lot of people say uh, that they don't necessarily, you know, use their degree or know if they're what what they're doing, the work that they're doing, even in their nine to five, is if it's a if it's going to have an impact or if it's going to help them further down the road, whether it's five years from now or ten years from now. Um, but I like what you said about all of the skills that you were able to gain. And how did that make your transition into business, running your own business, starting your own business? How did that help you in, in that regard? Right. You know what scripture says, that all things work together for those who love God and are called according to his will. And I am a poster board for that. You also have to be in a position to be open and like really assess your environment, right? And then like, it may be a crappy environment, but you gotta find the good in it, right? You're like, okay, this sucks, but oh, my patience is better. You know what I mean? So it has a lot to do with perspective and you have to always be wanting to learn, always wanting to improve yourself. And it's not just for you, it's for those attached to you as well. So I've just always had that optimistic personality, like, oh, it's raining outside. Yeah, but we can play in the house and we can play with our Barbies and we can do this. You know what I mean? Even as a child, I've always been that way. And I've always been a connector, right? So I'm able to assess not just environments, but people. And I'm like, oh, you should work with such and such. What y'all doing is aligned. Y'all should work together, right? Because again, it's about the greater picture. It's not just about what I do and what, you know, it's not. It's, it's just not. We got to let that go. So just being open-minded and assessing everything that's going around you and having a positive perspective. Yeah, I love that. I call that the entrepreneurship mindset. Hey. We're a lot of light in that regard. And I like what you said about being a connector. I think that's so important. I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and there's such value in that. Um, that I think that just being a connector, right, is not, it, it's not always, a, it's never about us, right? It's about the greater good, the, the greater purpose of why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing in the time and space that you're doing it. Um, and that often leads to other types of opportunities that sometimes I think people miss or, or that they don't think there's an opportunity there in that situation. I don't care how uh, bleak or how dire any situation looks, the challenges. I mean, if anything has proven this, it's COVID, right? So how many opportunities have came out of uh, being in a pandemic if you were in the, in the mindset that you could see an opportunity? Yeah. Uh, and then and then run with it, right? Absolutely. Uh, be able to run with that opportunity. Many of us have had to do that in our business, whether you have a for-profit business 
or a nonprofit business. Um, yeah. so it, it always, I always say it starts with the mind, yeah. your perspective and how you look at a situation and then how you apply yourself or how you react to it uh, is really telling on, you know, how well you're going to do or how successful you can be in life and in your business. So absolutely, absolutely, Shante. I just want to follow up with one thing you said before. I said I started a nonprofit, right? And during COVID, I said all the time, it's a beautiful tragedy. It really is a beautiful tragedy because so many opportunities. So with the nonprofit, we were going to do a conference for nonprofit organizations called Collective Impact. Right. So during um, COVID and the quarantine, you know, my time with the Lord, listen, uh, I could write a book about my quarantine time. Right. <laughs> my revelations. Mm-hmm. And it was like, OK, we need to pivot. You got, you got to pivot, right? Because our mission for our nonprofit, people were not ready to receive that. And I noticed that by being aware of my around surroundings, that people weren't even in a position to receive personal development, mm-hmm. right? They, they, they took it as an attack, right? And that was the whole mission of Optimistic Movement, right? So the Collective Impact was going to be a conference. This happened, like, we didn't know if there were ever going to be conferences. We didn't know if everything was going to be virtual. So, right. So taking that pivot just to make the whole collective impact of a consulting firm and bringing in all these people. And then, you know how conferences are. You go to the conference, you get gassed up. But then the next day, you don't forgot everything that you've been talking about. Your notes, you don't know where your notes are. Right. So we wanted to create an environment where that all that information can be housed and constantly uh, available to people. So we turned Collective Impact into a consulting firm and then an app. Wow. I love that. Okay. So I talk to all my audience all the time about pivoting uh, in your business. So many of us have had to do that, right? Uh, that was like my situation um, during COVID. But I like mm-hmm. what you said. So you took this, right? Conferences were out the window, right? And we're still like, some of them are online, but we're still hesitant if we're going to do it uh, in, in person, right? Until we're over this thing, but you were able to turn this into a consulting firm. And then I like what you said about an app. So let's, let's talk about that more about how you came about this. It was it just you, do you have a team? Um, and what, what caused you to develop the app and how, how was that, uh, how was that working for you and, um, the people that is serving? Absolutely. So again, during quarantine, a bunch of revelations. And again, situational awareness, looking about what's going on with people, understanding the people, because you have a business, your business is to solve a problem. Same thing with nonprofit, you're just solving a social problem, right? So it's like, okay, we can't have conferences. This information is imperative because a lot of the nonprofits of color were not getting access to all this COVID funding that has come about, right? And, and that's why we say internal and external barriers. Internal barriers, you need to get your systems, you need to get your stuff in order. And then the external barriers is the uh, philanthropic red line, right? But we can focus on the internal things. So providing information for nonprofit operations like grant, um, grant writing, board governance, because you can have the best organization in the world, but if you're not a leader and you can't inspire people to be a part of your mission, 
then it's all for nothing, right? So knowing and understanding, and I also knew and understood because again, I was the target market. I was a nonprofit leader, right? So I understood the, the struggles that I had, you know, and then seeking out training to be a better nonprofit leader. You know, I didn't know it's a whole nother world. It's a whole nother world with redlining and all that. And um, I was trying to do it all myself. So I understand that nonprofit leaders are passionate about it and they think they have to do it all themselves. That's area number one. And then two, bringing those people together that are needed to really impact the, we have a CPA, we have a, a woman who's been in a nonprofit um, operations for over 20 years, you know, and then we have marketing teams, you know, bringing all these people together in one spot. You don't have to vet nobody. You ain't got to do the email things. You don't even know what you don't know yet, right? Right. But they do. And we totally vet them, right? There's a whole vetting process for the network of consultants and for the nonprofits that we work with. Because we're not working with no nonprofit that's one, not teachable, and two, at heart, is not in the right place, right? So just seeing the environment and then saying, okay, uh, this is a, how do we solve this? We bring the people to them. We give them the information that they can do it themselves. And if they get tired of doing it themselves, our network of consultants are available to hire. And then we're creating that relationship and the trust within the app because they're donating their time. They're donating their services for because they are passionate about impacting our community as well. So finding people with the same core values right? And then bringing them into one place to impact our community through nonprofit organizations. I love that. So for all of you, not uh, the, all of you entrepreneurs and business owners out there, they have nonprofits or want to start a nonprofit. This is really going to be helpful for you. Um, I think that's so important. It goes back to the importance of having a network of support. I think that has made the, the uh, one of the, probably the biggest differences on a business's ability to sustain uh, during uh, this pandemic uh, is it, having access to a support network. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like what you're doing because I think we need more of that type of structure where you have, like you said, it's like a one-stop shop. You have a, a one-stop network of professionals and a well-vetted people because uh, it is a struggle when you're trying to be whether regardless of what type of business you have and you're trying to do it all alone uh, mm -hmm. and then you're trying to figure out okay i need marketing who do i go to right uh, what do i need to to look for how much does it cost i mean what do i need and like you said you don't know what you don't know so to have a program like this consultants and then an app to be able to back it up where you have like um the ability to and not only have access, but have access to a community yes. of other people, not just like-minded, but other business owners who experience the same challenges, other mm. nonprofits that have the same challenges as you are. You are like in this together. So I really, I really like that. I really like that. Um, and so I think that that is very important. So how did you come up with the concept, though, for the app? Um, I think that's important. Technology is like super huge, right? Uh, it's really important today, especially if you want to scale um, your business. Techno using technology can be a real benefit. 
And right. so apps is like a big thing right now, but making sure you have a good app that works and solves problems, like you just said, mm -hmm. is really important. So can we talk a little bit more about the app? Absolutely. So again, the whole premise of it was based on having a conference. And I, I went to a million conferences. Again, I love learning. So I went to a lot of conferences. Then the next few days, I'm like, oh, you know, you don't, you, you, you lose that. You lose that fire. You forget what was said, all of that, right? So with everything virtual now, there's so much noise. There is so much noise. And I fall victim to it too. Look, I love animals. I will go on Facebook to do something and then I am in a rabbit hole watching pit bulls and babies interacting. And I'm like, an hour later, I'm like, why did I come on here? You know, so we understand our target market and that they're busy and that they're kind of all over the place. So just putting it in one spot that you are intentional about going to this when you are in that time and that area and that whatever, however you got your schedule um, sorted out, you know, you do learning things on certain days, mm -hmm. you can just go straight to the app, right? You don't have to get bombarded with everything else that's going around and distracted because that's what happens a lot. We get distracted. We get so distracted. We're trying to be everything to everybody. And, um, you know, everything is, you know, the, what they call the squirrel moments. Mm -hmm. You know, we want it to make it accessible for our nonprofit leaders. And like you said about a community of people, like when I started my nonprofit, people were like, why do you want to do that? Like I didn't have anyone to mentor me, right? And being a first generational entrepreneur too. And then on top of that, a nonprofit um, founder, you know, I didn't have a support system. Everybody thought I was crazy pretty much. Like what is why? You know, but now you're in this community of other people where you can inspire each other. You can share tips. Oh, I applied for this grant. Our missions are the same. You should apply for this grant or even yet yeah, we should collaborate because grant funders love that because why? They're about impact. That's you know, they're about how much impact is going to make. So if I team up with you, Shantae. And we both got the same. You're going to bring your community. I'm bring my community. And guess what? We passing out 200,000 book bags instead of 225 because I just want to do I just want to do my book bag drive. Don't get me started on this dog on book bag drives. Back to school drives. Lord Jesus, if I see one more of them, it's like, why didn't y'all team up? Team up. You could have or y'all teamed up and then split the resources. And guess what? Y'all do these backpack drives at the beginning of school. What about April? All the stuff gone. <laughs> I'm going to calm down. But yeah. it's, it's, it's wasteful. And what is the root of that? Because I want to get credit. Because I want to say my organization did that. Nobody cares. No one cares. It's about the impact. It's about your community. Right? Because as a mother, I want to leave this place better than I found it for the sake of my child and his children and their children. Right? It's not about Rashonda. It's not about Shantae. It's about the impact that we are making through our nonprofit organization. So collaborate. I forgot what the whole original thing was because I didn't got on my backpack. No, that, that's fantastic because my audience know I talk, I I talk about it and I don't just talk about it. I be about Listen. collaboration. Okay. I'm all about collaboration over competition. You know what? You said that get my shirt, girl. I would take a marker and make it yellow. I need that shirt. I need it. Yeah, because that is so important. That's not just a, tr a trendy term. It's like you you have to live and breathe it. 
Um, and again, the opportunities when you collaborate are endless. And it's like, why do all the work yourself? And I think if more people understood it, and like you said, you we want we're in business, whether you have a for-profit business or nonprofit, we're all servant, servant leaders. We all have a mission, we all have a purpose. Okay, and there's other people just like you that have a similar mission or one that complements it, and you all can work together. That's what I'm doing. Listen, I love my CPA. Listen, <laughs> I say financial statements, I instantly get anxious. That is not my ministry. That is not my calling. Why waste the time and energy trying to do something that is just not going to come natural to me? And I'm going to procrastinate because I don't want to do it. But he loved numbers. You go ahead, Mr. Melton. You go and do your thing. I but look, he ain't got no logo. You think a CPA care about his branding? I'll do and barter. I'll do your branding. You do my uh second quarter financials, whatever. I mean, it's got to be comparable. Don't be like right, right. don't be like build a website for a t-shirt. That's just, I mean, come on now. You, you gotta you, it's gotta be comparable. But you know, you don't have to do it all yourself. And if you're not good at it, that's okay. Stay in your lane. Like I know marketing, I know people, I know leadership, I know connecting. That is what I do. That's why it's community liaison. Okay. That is what I do. You know, get other people who do what they do well. You don't have to do it all yourself. Yes. Don't do it all yourself. Create a win-win situation. Uh, so, and that is, that is a solution. Because you don't have to even have money. You can barter. Right? Comparable. Comparable. Comparable, though. Comparable. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about some of your challenges in your, when you were starting your nonprofit. What were some of your major challenges that you had? Everything I just said. <laughs> Trying to do everything on my own. Right. So there's definitely levels to entrepreneurship. There are levels to it and understanding what season you are in. You know, you have the um, what but my greatest challenge. See, I got my notes. I'm going to stick to my notes, Shante. I am because I we'd be here to four o'clock in the afternoon. So my greatest challenges also was everything I said, not trying to do everything, but understanding the root of that. So the root of mine was that I'm a perfectionist and it was a control issue. And then even more of the control issue, it was a trust issue, right? I didn't trust nobody else with my baby. I didn't, well, my baby, my businesses, right? I didn't, I didn't, I wanted things to be done a certain way. And so for them to be done a certain way, I have to do them. But guess what? That's what effective communication is for right so now you got to know what you need done ahead of time listen my planner is listen it is a work of art okay you have to know the tasks and what needs to, you got to get in front of it then you're able to tell your team or whoever your a mentor or your apprentice whoever x y and z this is my expectations this is the goal this is the timeline you know what I mean? And give them room to do what they do. And it's okay. Like you can tell when um, other people do our graphics on our website because, and you can tell when I do it. Right. And that's okay. Well, I'd rather have it look exactly how I want it and be stressed out, locks falling out. Okay. 
and stressed out trying to do everything, or I got time now to relax and focus on something else because they're handling that. So being a perfectionist and uh, in control, that was my greatest challenge. Yeah. And I am delivered in the name of Jesus. Okay. And it is a great place to be because now, and then too, you want to inspire the people who are working with you and working with you. You want to cultivate their skills too. You don't want them to always be doing your content. That would be, that would, you want them to find a groove like you found your groove and then go on and do what they do. You know, so it takes a level of trust in that, you know, and letting them and, and there will be mistakes. So what? Give yourself some grace. Like, I, again, first generational entrepreneur. Right. You're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. Like, did you die? No. Was anybody hurt? Absolutely not. It's OK. It's okay. So yeah, that, that's my, my whole greatest challenge. And looking at, a, I got to a point where it was bigger than me again. It's nothing personal. You have to be able to separate what you do from who you are, right? And it's okay. Yeah, I love that. There were so many great nuggets in there. And audience, I think it's important to know, uh, to understand, to relinquish that control. Relinquish the control. If quarantine didn't show us nothing, Shante, is that we are not in control, and that that control is an illusion. Yes, yeah. relinquish the control and bring on a team that can that's highly skilled in what they're skilled at, right? Uh, so I'm all about operating in my zone of genius. So yes. allow others to operate in theirs. Give yourself grace and give them and and give your team. And those you work with grace as well. Mm -hmm. So what has been one of your greatest successes? Whew. You know, I think it's still ongoing. Again, that's that perspective, right? You know, all things are working together and it's just going, you're just going to level up and level up. So I would think um, one of them is just having that posture of that. It's okay. You can pivot. Uh, we think that failure is the opposite of success. Actually, it's a component of it. Yes. You know what I mean? It is a part of it. Like if you ain't doing nothing big enough to fail, you are in your comfort zone and comfort zone is the enemy to success. Listen, it'll have you in the benches like a commentator, right? The commentator is always like, oh, they should have did that. Listen, are you on this court? Are you out here? Can you can you do what I do? No, you don't. So you just sit behind that table, honey, and take your notes and watch, right? It's okay. It is okay. That's the again, separating what you do from who you are. And I just think that mindset that I have, you know, and then you know, surround yourself with people like that. But I don't listen, I have a mastermind group, I have mentors, I have a business coach. You know, surrounding yourself with people who are going to push you. Iron sharpens iron. You know, I'm not around people who just talk about other people. You know what I mean? Bless their heart. But we got stuff. We got impact to make. We ain't got no time for this. Like, what, what are we accomplishing here? Right? So just having that mindset and being able and blessed to have incredible people around me, you know, and that we serve one another. You know, I think that is my greatest accomplishment, you know, besides, you know, you know, 
by salvation, right? And put God first. You know, everything that I do is for his glory, right? It's not about me. You know, it's about advancing his kingdom, you know? So that makes me able to have this type of personality and perspective. I can't hear you, sis. <sighs> Download Collective Impact app. It's in the Apple and Google Play stores. Are you back? You I can hear you now. Yes, ma'am. Okay, awesome. I hit the mute button. Sorry out there, audience. Uh, but I just wanted to circle back on something that you had said earlier about uh, nonprofit, you starting a nonprofit is a business. Um, and I know so many people want to start a nonprofit, but they don't really understand like why I think they want to do something good, but they don't understand that it's also a business and you, you in there to make money. So can you just talk about that? How not, being a nonprofit is a business and how it should be treated as such? <sighs> this is, I love this question. First of all, again, all businesses solve a problem. A nonprofit solves a social problem, right? So I tell clients that are thinking about starting a nonprofit, there are so many organizations out here already doing probably what you want to do. Go support them. Go volunteer on that organization. Go be a part of the board just so you can understand the intricacies of running a nonprofit organization. Because listen, the IRS, they're going to take that $600 or that $275 from you. And it's like, go ahead, do what you do, you know. But that is why Collective Impact is here because we want to give them the tools to sustain their nonprofit to really make impact. So go volunteer for a similar nonprofit to what you want to do. Don't just go start it, right? And then you'll learn, you know, and, and understanding the importance of a board. If you serve on the board, the board makes the decisions for the nonprofit, not the CEO. I'm so sorry. And I see it all the time. And I'm like, um, mm, you are so out of order, sis, bro. That's not how that works. You don't tell the board what you're going to do. You propose it. And then they vote on it. And then we go from there. CEO is the boots on ground for the nonprofit organization. So a lot of people want to be the CEO and the founder of their nonprofit, which you need to do. Listen, this is free game right here. What you need to do is hire a CEO. And then you are the founder. And as the founder, you can be the president of your board that makes the decisions of how it's run. So that is where that comes into play as well. So you need to have a plan. <sighs> Listen, everybody wanna start a business and then you like, where's your business plan? Have people come to you and they like, oh, we wanna apply for grants. You got a business plan or what? Okay, first of all, Oh, my camera is so weird. Why am I so off-centered? I'm sorry, y'all. It's driving me crazy. That's the OCD coming in. Okay, there we go. Okay, okay. <laughs> Forgive me, y'all. Forgive me, y'all. That was driving me crazy. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, business plan. Business plan. 
So while you have that idea to start a nonprofit, in the meantime, volunteer, be on a board, and then do the research. Listen, research is so sexy, but nobody nobody appreciates how sexy it is. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say content is king. You wouldn't have no content if you didn't have research, first of all. <laughs> So do your research, learn about your target market, learn about the nonprofit sector, learn about who you're going to serve. What are their pain points? How can you speak to them? Right. So do all of that first, please. Lord Jesus, please do the plan, do the plan. And then that will keep you in line. I know who I'm serving. We know how to talk to them. I know where they are. These are their pain points. This is how to talk to them would set you up for success. That's you can't be trying to save kittens and feed homeless people at the same, pick one, pick one and do it well, do it so well, do it so well and collaborate with other people who like kittens too. So y'all can save more kittens. Okay. Leave the homeless vets to the people who do that's their mission. Stick to your mission and do it well. So yeah, volunteer, be on the board. And do that business plan, your research before you start it. And then come see us at Collective Impact. Don't 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 move no more. Don't go no further. Till you do those things. And we will be more than happy to serve you. I promise. We'll get you together, especially nonprofit leaders of color. Like running a nonprofit is hard. But as a person of color, ooh, wait. Listen, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. So everybody that works in, in our network, look is melanated okay so you don't have to feel someone's talking down to you or whatever like we understand on so many levels right so that's important oh yeah absolutely it's a it's a mental conditioning thing but i mean i'm not even gonna get into that but you know so even with the board of directors 86 percent of board of directors remember they make the decisions they are caucasian males over the age of 60. But they're making decisions for a nonprofit that serves underserved communities. Sir, you don't, you don't, you don't understand this underservedness. You you drive past this neighborhood, you ain't never went in it. And now don't get me wrong, there are some that do. I like there are, but the majority, no, they don't. So why are they getting the resources to help our community when they not even attach to the community? Good. This is good information. You're dropping some gems out here um, again. And this is whether you have a nonprofit or for profit. I know a lot of uh, actually um, I have a lot of peers that they have a, non- a for profit and a nonprofit. Mm. Um, so this is important regardless, because you need to have your business in order. You need to have a plan. Um, and I said this. So you're just saying the same thing that I say when it like comes to this grant. Right. So in COVID related funding, non-COVID related funding, you have to show that you're serious about your business. You have to have a plan. You can't just walk in there and just think somebody going to hand you over thousands or millions of dollars and you don't have your business in order. Yep. It, it does That's not. It's an work. investment for them. It's an investment mm-hmm. and it's a risk on you. Mm-hmm. They're investing in you. Right. So you definitely want to make a, a good first impression. And what you just said, not just that, 
but just setting yourself up for success. These are things that we had to learn. It took us years to learn, right? Years. It took us years (laughs) to learn this. So you're just starting out. Take these nuggets now. I hope you're taking notes. You can always come back to this video and put it on replay and take your notes and start putting putting it to work. Um, Because when you have your target market, it it, it took me years to figure out my target market. If you take the time to figure that out now, you're ahead of the game. Listen, my first business was photography, right? I was taking pictures of little junior soccer games, baby showers, and, and I would just just try to do everything. Like, no. Then the, that second level, we talked about levels of entrepreneurship. I rebranded, and I was like, I only do boudoir photography. That's it. Just women. You know? That's it. You know, because... <laughs> Listen, listen. Yeah. You try to do everything to every, it don't even make no sense. That's that's why you can check your business plan. I say monthly, but at the least quarterly. You look over that business plan. Okay. Nope. What we done got we all the way over here. We, right. we off track. We need to we need to bring it back in, you know? So it's so important that business plan. Listen, it's the foundation of everything. It's the foundation. And it's not something you just you do once and you put on the shelf. So I'm glad that you said that. You should be reviewing that. That should be a, a part of your regular activities uh, with your, your yourself, your team, your advisory board, mm-hmm. whoever you have to make sure you continue on the right path and you make the necessary adjustments that's needed. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So this is some really good stuff. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up, but I'm going to ask you this uh, question that I ask all of my guests. If you had a magic wand and you could change anything in the world, what would it be? Woo. Everything we just talked about. <laughs> uh, magic wand, two things, only two things. Okay. One, so, one or two. Huh, I'm sorry. One or two. Oh, you know, I'm extra. So I'm going to do two. So I'm going to do um, first thing in the world world, the whole educational curriculum needs to be revamped. And in that revamping, they need to have courses on emotional intelligence and listen Rashonda for president right emotional intelligence because if we had that we would not have all the issues racial issues all the things that we have going on in our world that would solve that if people knew how to uh, manage their emotions and understand their emotions so put emotional intelligence curriculum and just change the whole school grade school curriculum start young when they preschool babies just listen <laughs> soon as possible soon as possible right um so then for the nonprofit world i would change something in nonprofit world i would change that what we talked about earlier that the people who make the decisions for the nonprofits um would understand who they're serving more specifically so you got these nonprofits led by people of color who love what they do they love their community and a lot of them don't have access to funding so they pay for a lot of stuff out of pocket you know they pay for everything they work in a nine to five just to take care of the community and that's not right that's not right because they got the heart for the community the people that have the heart for it should have access to the resources to make the impact you know these more well positioned organizations they have the resources but they just checking boxes there's no love there so 
that is what we plan to do with Collective Impact and more specifically Impact Academy, which is going to be a full course for nonprofit leaders based on nonprofit operations, finance, marketing, leadership, team building, all that fun stuff so that they can get access to the funds and really impact the community, which in turn will impact our nation and everybody wins. Office glory. Yes. So that's my two things. I changed. Okay. And then lastly, what type what type of impact would you uh, like to make or hope to make in the next 10 years? Helping nonprofits of color, brand by people of color, executives of color, to cultivate them in a way that they can run successful nonprofit organizations, not just locally, have national nonprofit organizations that they structure and their processes be so on point that they can duplicate it in another city. Listen, okay, and that is how you're gonna make impact, creating jobs and changing the world for our babies. Listen, I mean, it's a lot of things out here that we have to join together and, and impact collectively, right? You know, because just one person can't do everything, right? We have to work together and then that's how change is gonna happen. So that's what I hope in 10 years, like our, our clients have uh, five, six locations, then hire four, 5,000 people. Um, they are really impacting the nation. They are getting funding. They are hiring people. They can hire themselves. They not the CEO and the founder no more. Mm -hmm. They are the founder that's the president of the board. We're not doing that too hat thing. They hire people to do other things. Listen, creating jobs, impacting the world. Hey, 10 years, I claim it. I love it. I claim it for you. Thank, Thank you so much for coming on. You have just been uh, such a uh, joy uh, and you pr provided such a wealth of information for us. Can you just remind our audience where they can connect with you and what uh, things do you have coming up? Absolutely. So again, if you are a nonprofit leader, if you are self-funding your organization, if you are working a nine to five to take care of the homeless kittens, download our app. It is available in the Google Play and the Apple App Store is the Collective Impact app. Coming April 5th, we are going to have Impact Academy, and that is going to be a constant course for nonprofit organizations. We are going to add content monthly from our network of consultants, um, finance, nonprofit operations, marketing, team building, leadership, all that fun stuff. So download the app and then Impact Academy is available to our premium app subscribers. So um, subscribe. I like to say stream for impact, right? You stream Hulu and Netflix. Why don't you stream for impact? That's going to impact your community and give you um, the tools to run your nonprofit organization better. You can find us on Facebook, Collective Impact. Um, our website is www.collective-impact.app. And um, Instagram, Collective Impact 419. Uh, follow me on LinkedIn. I love to connect. If you are good at what you do, you know, I was even going to talk to Shantae about being in our network, okay? Because sis processes is on point. Like her <laughs> automation, I told her when we first got on here, I was like, girl, your automation, I love it. Like, like we didn't even, she didn't even, 
she sent that stuff out. Look, she saved time and she was efficient. And I respect that. And you see the fruit of being, uh, having structures, uh, the fruit of everything that sis is doing. So anyway, I just want to shout that out. Your process is on point, sis. I want everybody to have good process, automation, all that fun stuff. Um, so yes, uh, follow us, download the app, connect with me on LinkedIn. Oh, that's what I was saying. If you are a consultant, if you are in the nonprofit operations, grant writer, strategic planning, um, all of that fun stuff, you love God, you love people and you love business, reach out to me. We are always expanding our network, right? We have 12 people in our network right now. Again, marketing, nonprofit organization, uh, CPAs, you know, um, and reach out to me if you want to be included in our network of professionals that serve nonprofit organizations. Love it. Thank you so much. And we'll make sure that your information is in the comments so you people can grab them uh, and use them and reach out to you if as needed. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in uh, to our show. We will be back next week with another guest. Uh, we invite you to be a guest. If you would like to be on our show, please visit us at www.shebosstalk.com. Thank you so much. Continue to be the boss of Amplified Impact and have a wonderful day. Bye. God bless. Bye.